The following podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again for a special segment here on the Diesel Performance Podcast. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And we are joined today with a special guest, uh, Ryan Carbom. How are you today, Ryan? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, Ryan, we're really glad to have you on the phone. Um, what happened here is Ryan is actually one of our awesome listeners who has messaged us on our Facebook page, which we encourage everybody to do. And he's asked us a few questions about his truck. So we came up with this idea um, that he suggested, and we're going to kind of go ahead and run with it here. And Danny and I are going to work as a truck advisor. So what that means is, Ryan, you're going to tell us a little bit about yourself and your truck, and we're going to try to give you any advice we can uh, to talk a little bit more about it. So why don't you get us started? Uh, what got you into diesel performance? Well, I got to tell you, my dad was 10 years old when he bought his first pickup back in 2005, which is the one I own now. And as soon as he took me for a ride, and I was hooked. Hell yeah. I, 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 second I felt the power of that thing, I was hooked. I love diesel, the way they make noise and everything. It, as the first first ride I had, I was hooked. <laughs> Been in it since he was 10. I love it. That's awesome. That's usually all it takes. What kind of truck was it? Uh, it's a 2005 Dodge Cummins 3500. Oh, yeah. Okay, a real diesel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely a real diesel. The old, fa- the old fan of the old 5.9, huh? Common rail, but not tunable. Yeah. For long. For long, yeah, I know, I hear you. Okay, um, so you got into diesel at a real young age. Tell us about your first truck. What was the first diesel you owned? The Diesel Performance Podcast will return in just a moment, but first we want to mention our sponsor, Calibrated Power Solutions of Marengo, Illinois, home of DuramaxTuner.com. Developer of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. Now, back to the podcast. Uh, When I turned 16, my dad handed me down his, and he bought a new 2012 Dodge coming. Nice. And uh, we always ask everybody this question. This is the golden question. What do you guys use your trucks for? Um, When I first started driving, I used it for everything. It was my daily driver. used it for work, haul trailers. That's the only vehicle I had for about four years, and I used it for everything I could. Hauled scrap metal, excavate, or I mean, um, um, mini hose, bobcat, uh, skid loaders, everything that he needed it for, I used it for. So you don't just have a one-ton truck to drive around and look cool? <laughs> <laughs> I got to put it to work at least. Good. There for it. Absolutely. Good to hear. I love it. I love it. Okay. So you got an 05 Cummins. How many miles are on it? Uh, as of right now, it's 391,000. Well, it wow. just broke in or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, well, when I got it, it had just just above three hundred thousand, and it had the original transmission up to three hundred fifty thousand. Wow! And the motor was never a part up to three hundred seventy five thousand. No Heads shit. Stuck are both still intact. Everything the motor was never a part. Just ejectors normally when they go bad, all standard, just the normal stuff. But that motor is still solid. I love it. There's so many of those three hundred thousand mile plus Cummins out there. You really got to re- respect the power plant. 
Oh, yeah. And is that an automatic or a manual trans? Automatic. Wow, that's impressive. No shit, right? Yeah, usually those things are the first to go. Right. Okay. Uh, what mods have you done to it in the last 91,000 miles? What have, what have you been working on? Uh, well, when I first started off, I got a little fire in me, and I bought a Smarty Junior when I first started doing it. And as soon as I got that, I was hooked. That's all it took was a, was a little 100-horsepower Smarty Junior. <laughs> but now, I my dad went away for a weekend one time, and when he was going, I pulled the motor out of it, and I built it up. <laughs> I put, I, I, he was going, and I said, well, I'm just going to pull the motor out of it. Got the transmission built, but... Uh, Built in-house by Garen. Got a, it's a single-disc converter, upgraded race gears, valve body, in, uh, build input shaft. Right now the motor has, it's got 100-horse extra-G injectors, uh, Sportsman CP3 extra-G pump. I have, I put billet connector rods in it. I put, it's got a 62-millimeter fat shaft turbo on it. I had an innovative diesel do UDC custom tunes for me. Got an Air Dog 150, um, just in a handful of centers and stuff like that, and uh, billet push rods. Uh, it's got a Hamilton 188 over 210 cam in it, or uh, yeah, 210. Uh, I had the motor board 40 over pistons in it. Um, it's got 625 ARP head studs, loaded valve springs, the uh, BD uh, uh, intercooler and BD. Yeah, exhaust metal holds uh, two piece, and um, SMB intake, and then just a little bit of bits and bobs here and there I put in on over the years. I I definitely I'm reminded of two terms here. One, when the cat's away, the mice. Will I was play. just gonna say that. <laughs> you freaking read my mind. Edging on his seat here, Danny yeah. is just dying to say it. And you did this all in one weekend? Is, is that what you said, or a week, or how long did this all take you? How long was your dad gone? Uh, he was gone a week, oh. but I've been. Uh, the setup I just told you now, I, I've had running for four or five months. But when I first pulled it out, I put most of those parts in. I still had a stock turbo at the time. I still had a stock injection pump. Okay. But I did have custom tunes done. And then um, I had some problems with it about a year ago. Uh, blew my head gasket. Because I didn't put studs in it like I should have. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then, then while I was down, I was like, well, I got 625, and then I bought a, tur- a bigger turbo and an intercooler. And then, yeah, yeah that's pretty much I just a little add things here and there. But basically, that, that most of that settle's been on there for about two years. I mean, it, it sounds like you got a lot of pump. Did, did I catch a 10 mil Exergy pump in there? Yeah. Uh, uh, Sportsman CP3. Oh, Sportsman CP3. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sportsman CP3, 100 horsepower sticks, and 62 mil fat shaft turbo. Is that is that yep. what we're running for power? Everything else we're going to list under supporting mods. Damn near built motor. Yeah. I'd say fully built motor. Did you uh, main studs, girdle? Um, no, I didn't do neither. I don't, I don't think you need them, to be honest with you, the horsepower level you're at. Have you had it on a dyno? No, actually, where I'm at. It's it, there's not too many places around here to do a dyno event, so as of right now, I haven't. Okay. I've uh I've only taken down track once or twice. Eighth mile uh, or quarter mile? Uh, quarter mile. What'd you run? Uh, before I pulled the motor out, all I had was a smarty and a couple little add-on like bolt-on stuff, and it ran a uh, 14.4. And then well, after I'd done the motor, before I put the bigger pump on and bigger turbo, I had got it down to a 13.5. That, that's that's all. Yeah, respectable. What do you got for a cab configuration? What? Are, how much weight are we dealing with here? 
it's a four-door short bed, so okay. it'll be like 78, 7700. All right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. You're trapping high 90s, I take it, then, in the quarter? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. You know, I don't know. Do you do a lot of drag racing out there? Uh, we got we we have I have a close by a drag strip, but I don't take it down drag strip too much. But I do sprints. We have we have short. That's like little shorter than eight miles dirt track sprint. Okay. And uh, what kind of sixty foot time uh, do you think you turn in that? Are you familiar with that number? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, a lot of guys, uh, that's kind of what they really want to know. They want to know that 60-foot time. What can you do in 60 feet? 60 feet, I, I feel like that's the measurement of the driver, right? Like yeah. your quarter and trap speed, that gives you a pretty good idea of what's going on with the truck. Mm-hmm. That 60 foot is usually how good did you launch. Hey, I was just testing them over the, yeah. over the phone here. I just want to see how good of a driver it is without watching them. Good stuff. Okay, so tell us, why did you pick those mods? Why did you build it to run a small modified single like what was the goal here well at first i just wanted something with a little bit of power and then when i decided to pull the motor it had about three hundred eighty thousand miles on it and it never had it besides the smarty junior it never really had any power put to it and i know these motors i probably could have got away with not pulling it apart but i did it anyway just and put the bill connected rods in and then push rods in and all that because down in the future, when I buy a new truck, I'm going to make this truck. So I'm going to put twins on it and make my setup bigger. So I figured if I'm going to do it, I might as well just do it now and get it set. So at least I'll have a somewhat solid bottom end for the future. Sure, and that, that was actually a question I wanted to ask you. You know, you knew your dad was leaving, and uh, I'm sure you had a goal. You wanted to... You had something in your head, a number you wanted to obtain, a certain power level, and when it's all said and done, what is your end goal? Uh, right now, I, I, I'd be thrilled with about 600, but I think when I get a new pickup, I, I want to do eight, 850 at least. I think you're at 600, Chief. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if we put you on the rollers, I mean, oh, a yeah. Sportsman CP3 is good to 600, 100 horsepower sticks on an 05 with good tuning, and the pumps 62 are, pumps mil healthy, turbo. Injectors are healthy. Yeah, you got a lift pump on it. I think you'd roll damn near 600, if not just a little bit over. Really? I, I would love to put on a dyno. I just have a chance. You can do a calculation with your quarter mile time as well. That's totally true. And it's very, very accurate. Yep. So you weigh the truck. Get the weight of the truck, get it accurate. So if you're going to race with a quarter tank, full tank, that matters, right? So you weigh yep. the truck, you run it down the trap, or you run it down the track, and then you measure your trap speed. And then you can go to Comp D is where I've always gone, yeah, Competition Diesel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a great horsepower calculator. But even if you just hit Google and type in horsepower calculator and sit down with your track times and your weight, uh, that'll give you your horsepower. And I got a feeling right. with your setup. Uh, real you, close. Yeah, we're we're real close on the money here. I don't, we're not like Miss Cleo or nothing. We can't we can't predict anything. But just from talking with you, it sounds like you're close. From yeah, from what we've seen on other trucks on on the dyno, we're used to. Uh, I would say you're you're right in that ballpark. Uh, so tell yeah, us. I mean, go ahead. I mean, every truck's a little different. I mean, my custom tunes might be a little off or something like that. I might have to get them fine tuned in. So yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of different factors. I mean. It, Dino numbers can be skewed, right? So every dino you go to, somebody, a human cal- calibrated yeah. that dino. And that calibration can be off based on opinion or based on your baselines or from dino to run, dino. Yeah. Or the test you run, that could skew the numbers yeah. real hard. So that's why they always say the most accurate way to measure horsepower is trap speed and weight. 
Yeah, I've like been Jamestown on too. I've been on every dyno in southern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. And <laughs> you're right. I mean, the numbers are a little different depending on whose dyno you're on. Yeah. No. Okay. So tell me, Ryan, uh, the Irish car bomb, how can <laughs> how can we help from here? What are your questions? Um, well, I guess the only thing that I'm, I'm kind of worried about with the truck right now is my I, I do have a single disc converter, and I do have a stock output shaft. And I know I've been told that single disc, even though it's Garen built, I've been told single disc roughly – are kind of maxed out, maxed out about 550, 600 horsepower. And I've also been told I have a limited number of launches on my output shaft before I break it off. Twist it like a hot dog, right, <laughs> right in half. <laughs> okay, so your question's on should, should you upgrade that first or should you go after more power? Uh, yeah, should I, do you think I'll be all right with it for a while? Do you think I should go ahead and upgrade it just to be safe? So, so you overbuilt the motor and went a little bit under on the converter, in my opinion. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a pretty common way to get the truck on the street. Um, overkill's underrated. I've always said that. Uh, you definitely have, it sounds like, more fuel than air. That's the way I would have set it up. When it comes down to the converter and the output shaft, Cummins does not have a great reputation with these transmissions. So going single disc, it saved you a little bit of money. I personally would have done a triple disc right off the bat. That, mm -hmm. That's me. They that's do drive too, a little yeah. more aggressively. They lock up a little little more harshly. Uh, you definitely can feel it. Um, so for drivability, it's kind of a, a toss-up on which way you want to go. If you're going to continue to do launches and if you're chasing a quarter-mile time, I would definitely say do the output shaft and the converter before you go up in power. I'd rather have the truck yeah. on the street every day and still able to tow something then it would have you hit your quarter mile time first, right? Yeah, that makes sense. To uh, to be honest, though, I did have this transmission in the truck before I put the the turbo and the injection pump on it. Okay, okay. So when you when you built the trans, you weren't exactly sure how far you were going to go with it. Yes, and then and then I had that little setback last year, and I was like, you know what, well, I'll make it go a little faster. <laughs> You know, a lot of people are in the same boat, and we're very glad we're talking to you because, you know, trying to think about the plan and think about where you want to go is one of those things. Some people don't even know how big they want to dream. And I tell people to dream big and do it what your pocketbook will allow you to do. That's the truth. But keep your dream big because, if you you know, if your dream is small, you're never going to beat that. You know, it's... Yeah. Shoot shoot for the yeah, stars, land on the moon. Right. I you hear you, Danny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be, uh, to be honest, I can't tell you how many times I've fooled people. I'm happy with the truck, and then next thing you know, it's just it grabs you, and I'm like, I'll just order a turbo, and then I'm going to figure it out. He's been bit it by that bug. He got bit by the bug. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, man. Uh, what do you think end goal here is? I mean, are you going to go after a thousand horse down the road? Are you going to drag race with this? Do you just want to keep it as a daily driver? Does it need to be an all-around truck? I noticed you had said that you have a second vehicle now. Is this going to become a trailer queen down the road or just a weekend warrior? Or I, I really would love to have an 800 horsepower streetable truck, but I know it's kind of hard. But I, 800, I think 800, I'll be thrilled with it. I don't know if I'll be able to go to a thousand. Uh, as you said, finances being an issue because <laughs> this thing, this thing's already taking a toll on me now. You're gonna have to send your dad out of the country for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean, I think 800 is pretty attainable. You're not sled pulling, so we don't have to limit you to a single turbo. So 800 horsepower on the street, I think you definitely can hit. I've seen these trucks make it time and time again. I think a pretty standard twin kit, an S480 over your 62 should be a pretty good match. Uh, you're definitely going to need more injector and more CP3. Um, yep. Personally, I would do a dual feeler kit. What about you, Danny? Would you go to a 10 mil or would you go duals? I like I like them both, just depending on what you're doing. I mean, dual feelers, you don't have to have two huge, you can use two stock pumps. Right. You know, and they work well together. I mean, it's really the discretion of the owner of the truck. I think for me, it comes down to drivability. And I think that that's too, where I land that's on That's the it. big thing. What, yeah. What's it going to do for you on the road? How is it going to react to your driving? 10 mils, 10 mils are, are nice. Um, it's a lot of fuel. It is a lot of fuel. I don't know that much about udc tuning to be honest with you i know hp tuners is coming out with some new custom tuning software that we're really excited about for the 03 to 05 stuff i most likely would recommend taking a look at that as soon as that gets released um from there i i personally like i said i do the dual feelers i do think they drive better on the street i think they feel yeah. like stock it, oh, it just yeah. splits the feed for and, sure and runs nice and smooth 10 mils they can be a little surgy yeah if you're if you're sled pulling there you go. Yeah, if you you're know. sled pulling or, or just drag racing, it doesn't really matter, right? Because surge won't be a factor. It's not going to surge under. It's going to oversurge. Um, if you go with dual feelers, you really don't run into that issue as long as you have a good controller and a good dual feeler setup. I, you're going to need bigger injectors to hit 800 on a Cummins. You probably could squeak it or get damn close with 60% from Exergy instead of those 100 horsepowers. However... I would be more inclined to tell you to overfuel than underfuel, right? So I, I would probably say go after hundreds um, quite a bit more. It's a bigger jump in cost for sure, but they for sure will get you there. Dang, Paul, you're really good at spending his money. <laughs> you're doing a hell of a job. <laughs> well, that's the. I need that too good now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need any help. It doesn't sound like he needs help. Uh, but I think that matched up with with the upgraded trans i think you'd be at your 800 horsepower mark sounds like the motor has enough in it uh you went with the 625s um, my recommendation the, the the smaller set of head studs probably would have held it but again overkill is underrated did you o-ring the heads uh no i did not okay so we did not o-ring or fire ring the heads if you get to a twin kit you know you're making 60 plus pounds of boost i don't know I don't know if those 625s will hold or not. Um, I, I got a feeling that a lot of our listeners will be 50-50 on this. Yes, you're going to have to. No, you won't. Uh, the cost in labor is damn near the same if you do it preventatively or if you do it afterwards. So as long as you don't you know, burn the block you know, or you know, blow a hole through the block, you should be fine you, you know, to push it and test it. But I'd say you're pretty close from where you're at right now. Yeah, I've been, I've been told and seen so much online either – you should firing and you shouldn't. 425s a hold, 625s a hold. But to be honest, I, I I blew my head gasket with 425s on. Oh, wow. So that's why I went ahead and got 625s. Yeah. What were you doing when you blew the head gaskets? Honestly, I started yeah, honestly, we drove it into town. You started <laughs> it up and, and just back. burn out just right into town. Yeah, I missed that. Then I um, then I started. I drove to work and I had to run to get lunch and I came back and it ran fine. And then a couple hours later, started up to leave work and I didn't have any heat. Just 
That sounds like a high dollar lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I was running her hard the night before, and she just—it was—it was cold. It was really cold when I started it up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I guess that had something to do with it. I mean, I think it definitely had something to do with it. To be honest, <laughs> I, think, I think it for sure had something to do with it. Do not do not run the truck hard when it is cold. I have, yeah. and I talk about this all the time. I have a three-minute drive to work. My truck warms up for twenty minutes before I drive it, and I have nothing modified on it beyond the exhaust. I turn my tune down when it's cold. I I'm kind of scared of the cold when it comes to that. Even yeah. though my engine loves the cold, <laughs> all that extra air. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, you got to be very cautious about that. You do, yeah. Now I hear you there. Especially we were negative fifteen degrees with oh, the wind chill. You know. Yeah. I'm not trying to remind you. But <laughs> when it's cold like that, you got to be cautious. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I'll tell you what. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. I, I think this is going to be a great segment, Truck Advisor. I'm really glad that you were our first uh, listener to come on to the first. share the time with us. But I really appreciate the opportunity, guys. Not a problem. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. With the Diesel Performance Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com, developer of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of late model diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920.